is there a is there space for a bit there's normally space for a bit but there is there is in general we we normally have a a bit of time uh, before we get into the, the topic. let's just let's just talk about Doberman cop okay, let's just... <laughs> look if you make another pun like that you're under arrest all right <laughs> They're coming. They're coming your way. They'll be here soon. I'm glad there was a pig with a pig. It was nice to... A pigception, <laughs> with a yeah. Pig. It, there, there was yeah. pigception. They, you know, he had a deep emotional connection with it. It was like he, like, understood where that pig came from for some reason. That okay, we up, front, up front, I want to take your temperature on something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A-cab. But is Doberman Cop a bastard? Yes. Yeah, what? I'd say yeah. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Wow. All right. Yeah. yeah. No, that all, all a cab includes Doberman Cop. A cab includes Doberman Cop. Uh, we haven't actually done our intro either. No, so, we okay. How's it going, everybody? Yeah, yeah. I'm Boix. This is my co-host Ilion, <laughs> and our guest Nick Phil. How's it going, Nick? It's a. Uh, it's going pretty well. Excited to be back and brought a film that. I thought it was going to be a lot better than the, than the shit that, that we give you watch. normally. I see. I see how it goes. Yeah, no, I get it. We made you watch Monster Dog. Then we made you watch Teen Wolf. Then we yep. made you watch Teen Wolf 2. And then I was like, like, no more. Enough no is enough. More. Yeah. Never again. <laughs> Never fucking again. Anyways, welcome to Rough Cuts, which is a podcast about good boys and bad movies. That's right. We do bad dog movies. Mm-hmm, and uh, mm-hmm. like you said, you brought us Doberman Cop, which you and Boyks talked about this a lot before I got there this morning because I was a little bit running a little late. Sure. And uh, mm-hmm. it's a manga adaptation. It's a Shonen yes. Jump book. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the manga uh, Doberman Decca, mm-hmm. it, it's actually uh, written by Yoshiyuki Okamura, who goes by the pen name uh, Burunsan which some people might know went on afterwards after this got popular in Shonen Jump to make Fist of the North Star. Wait, what? This this is the Fist of the North Star manga creator. Huh. Okay. And apparently Doberman Cop, uh, Doberman Decca is like mostly lost media. I can't find digital versions of this anywhere (laughs) at all. Yeah, you got to buy vintage 1970s, you know, 
paperback manga from Japan and learn Japanese if you want to check out Doberman Cop. And this is what started his career in manga, really. Like, it's his, like, third or fourth project, but this is the one that got popular. Popular enough, because it didn't start out initially popular at all. You were saying that. No, no. It it was uh, very, very low. It was, like, rated 13th. 13th in their their Shonen Jump, which is, like, the bottom. (laughs) Right, right. And then the editor was like, you got to add an idol to it. You got to add a girl to it. Yeah. yeah, so he added a hot girl, and and the criticism too was that he did not know how to draw girls at all, and uh, mm. he added a girl to it, and uh, suddenly it became popular. It was like third most popular in Shonen Jump after that, apparently. And well, at least they continued that tradition in this movie where it was just constant pandering to you. This is basically a sexploitation film of the seventies. Yeah. Like it is. It is, but I. It's also like. They're trying to make it like an adult crime noir story. Yes. yes. And I feel like that is a piece like like having sure. sexuality within the world is a piece of that crime noir universe. Yeah, I yeah. would say like there's there's tropes to how they treat the the subjects of their sexploitation. Sure. And that they're sex workers. But the characterization of these characters is way better than I would expect for anything around this era. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Especially yeah. in film of this era. Like even, I would still, even pl- after yeah. this era, like it doesn't no. they, like no. that kind of thing didn't get better in the next no. 10 years. No, or 20 or 20 <laughs> years. Yeah. Right. Um, I, I think that uh, like, as I would still classify this as a sexploitation film, but at the same time, I, I would very much say that, despite the fact that it is shoehorning a lot of that in and trying to like make sure that it has, you know, lots of, lots of TNA, it does also at the same time, at least do the job of instead of just like putting it in there with no background and no reason, it's Mm -hmm. all story appropriate. As you're saying, like it all fits the world that they're doing. It all is story focused. It's all, generally characterization for people it 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 feels like almost a modern story oddly like yes like if if you were taking like a a yakuza game and a modern Mm deep-rooted gang you know this type of 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 tale it feels like it was written in maybe the last 10 years for most of it because it just treats the subject so so well i think but there, there's some things that I think are interesting in that aspect, for sure. Especially as, like, a manga adaptation mm-hmm. to live action. Uh, I don't know if comic movies were really super popular, especially in the 70s, let alone manga movies. Um, like, there's, like, some Batman, Wonder Woman, like, some of the 66 stuff in, in the States, but... Yeah, I don't right? think uh, American comics really got their act together for a long time, but I, I think they were making... This is this is the thing. American comics are popularized by superheroes and yeah. trying to do that on screen is difficult and special effects heavy and like, you know, Star Wars res- revolutionized everything in the 70s and then they were like hmm. trying to get it together and they didn't really get it together till the 80s. However, with manga, you have these small little cop stories and it's like, oh, well we can shoot this. This is just I mean, a detective. They can shoot story. Columbo. Like you can shoot right, this, yeah. right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And I mean, 
there were no like American comic book makers that were anything about like detective comics or anything. Yeah, you know, with like a character called Bruce Wayne. Never heard of him. <laughs> Do you know that DC is actually <laughs> stands yeah, for that, detective that is in fact, comics? Yeah, that okay. is in fact yeah, okay. the joke yeah. I was yeah. making. Yes, yeah, okay. that is, right. that's correct. Yeah, yes. no, right. <laughs> yeah, no, you weren't <laughs> sure. I'm glad that I did that look, joke well enough that you had no idea if I was. But look, but look, in all fairness. Batman couldn't even turn his neck until like just recently in any yeah, of the costumes. Yeah. Yeah, so I do want to point out now we don't usually talk a lot about releases for films because usually we just no. find trash online or a random VHS I dug out of the trash. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> like a feral rabbit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Move the little Caesar's pizza out of the way. And then here's mm. this, this fucking well, yeah, pile. Get out of the way. You got to take you that gotta... home so to share it with us afterwards. <laughs> yeah. So this film was actually released, uh, it had a digital transfer in 2018 by Arrow Video, which then released a Blu-ray version of it. And this was actually never released outside of Japan until that release. So this is actually unusual for us to be even seeing this film. And then it somehow found its way from that Arrow Video digital release to Amazon Prime, which is where we watched it. But the digital transfer is good, like from from seventies. Yeah, it looks great. Real, yeah. it looks good. That doesn't. I mean, that's not to say the camera work is good. No, <laughs> no, no. Well, the camera work parts, isn't. Some parts were were good, and some parts were not good. Like I could tell, <laughs> some of it was definitely rushed movie. in the production. Yeah, you absolutely. Could so, like, absolutely. we have a shot. Whatever, move on. We're not going to do it again. Yeah, one of the reviews on IMDb was saying that this movie was shot in about two weeks. So I don't know if there's mm-hmm. merit to that, but it does feel like that. It does feel it feels like rushed. Yeah, we got we got one take to do this, and like when it's not Sonny Chiba like kicking everyone's ass in the room, they're like, "Well, we'll just shoot this other part, and we'll get to that, and we'll shoot that as well as we can." You know, yeah, we'll, have, we'll have somebody hang out the, the window of their you know passenger seat car and just record somebody behind them. It'll be fine. Right. Right. Well, OK, you're saying you're saying that they hung out the backseat of a truck or whatever and recorded the people behind them. But you're making it sound like they actually managed to record the people behind them, which most of that oh, scene they did. Oh most God, of it was scene. just like pavement, we... sky, pavement, sky, pavement, sky. So, OK, OK, OK. <laughs> I haven't I haven't done one of these in a while. Mm-hmm. Should we mm-hmm. talk about what happens in Doberman Cop? Like, yeah, uh, yeah. We're, we're just adrift here before we get into the. Well, specifics I wanted, to, of the I wanted shots. to talk about the film a bit, but yeah, sure, so, sure, um, sure. Sunny Chiba is our main character. He's playing uh, Detective Kano, I think, from Mortal Kombat. Yep. 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 Yeah. He's got a really cool eye. Yeah. Yeah, and he is a detective from Okinawa, which is a small island on the southern tip of Japan. And he has shown up in uh, Tokyo following a lead for a case that had happened there. And you can tell he is from a small island and a quote-unquote country bumpkin uh, because he is wearing a straw hat, uh, has has wheat in his mouth, and is walking around with a pig. Yep, yep. <laughs> The pig is important. <laughs> the yes, pig, God, the pig, pig was. He said it was purchased by his mother 
to give to the other police station as a gift. As a food. gift. Yeah. 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 Well, for lunch. For yeah, yeah, like right, specifically. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like not even just as but he, he he takes it out. So they have a murder at the beginning where this woman was like choked and then the, they burn down like the building to get rid of evidence mm-hmm. kind of thing. And the cops are going over the crime scene where, you know, of course, the lead detective, they yell, oh, look, this is soaked in urine. So he picks it up and licks it and sniffs it and rubs yeah, all right, over it yeah. just to make sure. Um, yeah, that's piss. <laughs> which, yeah, that's piss. I know it. <laughs> a lot of like real shoddy 70s police work in this movie of like really good the, the best part but, is the cops are like look here's a photo of the victim here's a locket with her name here's like all this very obvious planted evidence it's definitely mm-hmm. this person yeah we None don't even need to do any hers. dental records or anything else it's yeah, gotta be her yeah. must be her so as they're going over the evidence he shows up because he was on a case like looking for her because she's from his island or whatever so they talk to him and he that's when he just he's going over the evidence with them and they're talking about it and he's got like a different theory and at the end of it he goes well anyway and he just reaches behind him and pulls out from this bag this fucking <laughs> pig this entire yeah. live goddamn pig that's yeah. squealing and screaming and then he's like my mom told me to pack lunch, so I mean, you just snap its neck and you just barbecue it, right? And that's right. literally yeah, a line. Yeah, yeah, he goes, yeah, like, yeah. snap its yeah, neck, yeah, it's real yeah. easy, just cook it. And they're like, the fuck <laughs> you do? Get the pig out of here. And it's like kicking over all this evidence and squealing and screaming. I and also have to say, every, oh, every single before. performance in this movie is like dialed up to 11. Everyone is yes. yelling. Mm-hmm. Everyone is grabbing everyone else. They're all like mugging mm-hmm. from the camera and it's fantastic. Especially when you throw a live pig into that mix. <laughs> <laughs> well, and they, and also like the melodrama is just amped to 11. I, mm-hmm. I think that that's one of the reasons you were talking about the timelessness uh, in a way of the script here with this boy. Cause then I think that, Part of that is no question that it is just it's film noir trope 101. Like it's just it it follows a lot of that kind of thing. Like it cranks up the melodrama. It's by the book Mm -hmm. for sure. Like there's a lot of drama. There's a lot of noir. There's some action. Like I'm not trying to insult it, but yeah. But I I think what it's doing with it is interesting, and that's yeah, yeah. Like yeah, it, it could have been something that would be very like aged and crappy uh but it isn't so yeah i agree yeah yeah but i but yeah, i think it, that like a lot of those tropes though of like a- again just the you know mm-hmm. there, there's a lot of yakuza sitting in rooms smoking and you know mm-hmm. dark rooms like yeah. showing each other films blackmailing and like you know there's lots of there's lots of that stuff so sorry nick you were saying so uh we end up with this with this body this country bumpkin mm-hmm. cop no one's given him respect you know he's it's a very columbo situation basically yes. and yeah, yeah he decides he's going to get to the bottom of this and he's got he knows more than the police around him um so he decides to kind of like check out where she hung out and he talks to this guy who warns him about poisoned cokes and then mm-hmm. tells him where to go for the best strip clubs in the area like, yeah it's like, like Doberman it's, Cop would do. Yeah. Like Doberman mm-hmm. Cop would do. Yeah. And I never really, how did he make the jump? I guess they were saying that the person who was burned was a sex worker and like grouped in with other sex uh, workers. Is that why he went to the strip club? 
I guess. Yes, because the the cops were basically saying that this can't be a singer, because because Doberman mm-hmm. cop brought up the fact that she was a singer. The, the body on Okinawa, the, the woman who died yeah. was a singer, Yuna, who is mm-hmm. the missing girl. And no, no, this is a sex worker. It's not a singer. What are you talking about? So then he took that lead to go look for sex workers. None you of know. the other police officers are investigating anything, by the way. Well, no. they're mo- they're too busy, like, shaking people down physically and yelling in their ears. <laughs> right. The interrogations, the interrogations were so jarring to me because I was so used to watching, like, NCIS or something like that, where you got, mm-hmm. like, one guy in a room and it's like, don't touch him and just, like, lay out the case and pin him, pin him down. And it's a very, like, orchestrated, calibrated thing and then in this it was like okay put the guy in the seat and then physically surround him with as many cops as possible and if he ever says anything punch him and then grab him and shake him yeah (laughs) what this is for the interrogation is this is a lot less like the the clean view that like an ncis has and much more like the like catching cheaters scene in casino where they like grab the guy and like lay him out on the table and they like put a lamp over and they're like all right so i got the hammer or you can go out with them like you know what i mean you can take the money in the hammer or you can go out with the whole thing is extremely claustrophobic the whole the whole Mm. movie is extremely claustrophobic yes yeah it's all smoky dark rooms and yeah the other important detail though by the way is the the cops said that not only was this body burned, but there's a serial killer out there killing yes. multiple sex workers. So mm-hmm. that's important. So he decides to investigate. He goes mm-hmm. to the strip club. He brings the pig. Of course. Yeah. The, the pig the pig starts getting loose. And then one of the strippers <laughs> this, is, this is not this is not a double entendre. It's listen. It's until well, it is. well he doesn't release his hog. Until he does. <laughs> So well, other people make him release his hog. So Let's just... in like maybe the most buck wild scene of the movie, I think. <laughs> Definitely. He, they're like the announcer guys like get that pig out of here. This isn't a, a reputable establishment. And then one of the strippers is like, no, I like that pig. Bring him on stage. And then she's like, I like that pig man too. Bring him on stage. And then he's basically pushed on stage. Yeah. Like they start taking his clothes off. And then the stripper has sex with him on stage while they're having like a conversation in the back about like <laughs> what to do with the pig. Yeah. And, then, and it's, it's just absolutely wild. And I'm like, I, there's definitely no consent happening here. It was no, an absolutely was really wild weird. scene and they just move on from it. And then uh Doberman cop is like living at the strip club oh he lives there now yeah 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 yeah. like he that's his base of operations is he hangs out with the stripper and the announcer guy who's like in a skeezy relationship with the stripper but like is also kind of consensual kind of because she's like yeah like she's like looking for crushes but by the end you get the sense that like they're also kind of all right like they joke around but like I, I don't it's hard to like pin down where the line is with a lot yeah. of the relationships in this movie and i Look, don't know if that's all the they want, language barrier or what that is but all they want is the denizens of the strip club the soap land whatever it is 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just want Doberman Cop to join their polycule. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, and they're all he at one on point it. later on, he's like, no, but you can't leave. You'll make her so sad. And I, I need her to be happy so she can be with me too. And it's like, yeah. um, uh, he says, yeah, yeah, he says sure. I'm happy to be yeah. second no, choice second. in our yes. relationship. I wanted to just one second. I needed to go through one important thing also, because sure. Nick, you said a minute ago that Doberman cop knows better and so he's going out to investigate on his own. And I just want to highlight the reason that Doberman Cop knows better is because he talked to the mother of the woman that he thinks is missing, which is different than the woman that they have, he's saying. Because she's yes. alive, and he knows she's alive, because his mother, her mother is a priestess who communed with the spirit world and told him that she's alive, and he right. also did shell divination to show, and like, you can see, he does it in front of them, and yeah. they like, see, look, look at the shells, it's obvious. The shell divination is a, is a weird thing in this movie, because everything else is very crime noir, and then this is very, like, supernatural, superstitious, like... Well, I think it leads leads into a larger, like, theme at the end. I I, I think it it makes sense story-wise, even if it doesn't make sense Mm -hmm. logical-wise. Well, I I know it doesn't make logical sense, but it... Yeah. I don't know. It just, for me, it felt kind of out of place. Like, I wanted, out of Doberman Cop, when we were starting this... Like, I did not think that he was going to be like, and here are my divination shells. Like, I thought he was going to be like, I'm a good detective that's presenting myself in a shot. <laughs> no, 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 no. But that did not happen. Look, if Columbo walked out and just started throwing tarot cards out. Right. Yes, yeah. You would be like, fuck was. yeah, Columbo. That Let's go. I would be like that. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I think that the theme of that, honestly, and I think that it really nails on it is because yeah. um, they talk about it a lot that they're like, oh, you're out of place con- country bunkin in Tokyo. And there's mm-hmm. a big mm-hmm. theme throughout the movie of the tension between modernity and like tradition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where like, and especially in when we get to the twist about the singer and everything too that's a big part of that also is there's a lot of like sure. the ruralness of japan and then like the modernity of you know tokyo and all that kind of stuff yeah the cops in tokyo are using like modern techniques though like mm-hmm. that's why like you yeah. can yeah. do like superstition but this seems like so far down the rabbit hole of superstition to me i i think that's just because like, we're american yeah. I'm gonna yeah, be honest. Maybe, yeah, this yeah. is a culture thing, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, yeah. This I is a very so, traditional yeah. thing, I think, in in Japan for sure. Okay, so I would think I would think so. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of played that way anyway. But yeah, no, it's it's interesting. <laughs> it's so we get the strip club thing, and yeah, we get the um, strip club thing the, mm-hmm. after the strip club. So there was the burned body at the beginning, uh, which yes. we're told is Yuna, the missing girl. However, uh, the boyfriend of another missing girl in the area uh who's known as hotshot is doing his own investigation because he thinks yep. that that body was not yuna and was in fact his girlfriend yep. who was missing yeah so he uh walks up to uh, a singer called miki he goes to to this miki singer and he has a a piece of paper that he's like hey can you sign this for me 
And on the other side of it says, I know your secret. Meet me yeah. at 3 p.m. in this location. <laughs> it's a slick move for sure. Yep. Yeah. Which, which nobody notices. Uh, and then he goes to the trash can in the alley or hallway, I think, like hallway right, right behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yet. Not yet. Because Hotshot goes to the trash can and rips up his, his note right. and throws it in the trash. And then Doberman Cop was just sitting above out on like a staircase watching him do it and drops down he's like whoa just, someone just threw something down. in that trash yeah yeah just literally drops into the frame <laughs> from out of frame and you're like wait what? And you know what that is some crack detective work yeah 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 pretty good you really got it done mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the dumbest thing oh my god yeah i'm not sure where the tarzan one happened but it, but the it, it's after for sure here. it's later okay. Okay. because what happens next is that uh, because he was meeting Miki at that time, Doberman Cobb follows him there. Yes. And uh, Hotshot gets, like, I guess he gets ganged up on by a bunch of, yeah. bunch of folks. They're like, what do you mean you know her secret? Yada, yada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Doberman Cobb comes in and just punches, like, ten guys. Yeah. Hotshot doesn't realize, like, the depths that he got into by leaving mm-hmm. that note. I think that he's just like, mm-hmm. I want to, you know, I'm looking for my girlfriend or or I suspect she's dead I, and I want to get to the bottom of it. He doesn't realize he's stumbled into this like Yakuza style like... Uh, uh, Not even you style, know, it's just straight Yeah, up Yakuza, Yakuza, Yakuza stuff like trying to promote this singer mm-hmm. and make money. Yeah, um, they own the idol agency kind of thing, yeah. Yeah, so he's, he gets... Uh, he starts, he's going to get roughed up. He's going to get killed. They say they're going to mm-hmm. kill him. And then uh, Sayuchiba just kicks the door in and just starts uh, beating everyone down. He punched through a table. Like a guy picked up a table to throw at him and he struck through the table and hit the guy. Oh, yeah. Absolutely <laughs> perfect. Absolutely <laughs> perfect. And the table goes in half, like, I mean, it was obviously sawed kind of thing, like, beforehand, yeah, like, yeah, it's like, yeah, this, like yeah. styrofoam kind of thing, but it's, like, a clean sideways cut, yeah. so it's just, like, yeah. cracks directly in half cleanly, It's so he just good. punches right through it and hits the guy, that's great. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of real good Sunny You know what, moments. I think the Tarzan scene was before the strip club. I don't, I'm thinking about oh, it. Was it I think it was the before strip the strip club scene, because huh. Miki was held hostage. Yes, at one point. The, in any case, this I have it in the my order notes. of this doesn't yeah. necessarily matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, for yeah, this. But, but Sonny Chiba rappelled down like a 40-story tall building and then kicked through a window in a yeah. very good editing shot. And I will say that <laughs> that scene kind of doesn't fit the rest of the movie. No. Like, it can kind of go anywhere because it's like this single crime thing. It like ties in kind of later. Because yeah, the, a little bit. A lot I think they just like points. throw it in. It doesn't really make sense why he did it or why it happened. But, but but they they had him legitimately harnessed up and going down this building. It and looked it, cool. like yeah. yeah yeah it looked fantastic. It looked uh, dangerous as fuck. It looked dangerous. <laughs> yeah, as no, shit. I yeah. said that. I was like, oh man, I yeah. I'm out of this movie. <laughs> See yeah. you later. You can, it's a <laughs> lot of like close shots. Like you can tell that that is Sunny going down the side of that building. Like yeah, it's yeah. it's pretty intense. Uh, they don't do that kind of stuff in in movies yeah. nowadays at all. Uh, after... yeah, I would say that the two things about the Tarzan scene 
that are tied in later that are important to remember is it does set up some characterization and right. it does tie into the Yakuza plot line later. Yeah. And what that is, is that oh, yeah. so she's being held at knife point by a guy who's like, I want to marry her. I'm her biggest fan kind of thing. Yeah. And locked one in a cop, hotel room. Yeah. And one cop is almost shown as a comedy thing over and over where he's like, I'm just going to go in. I'm going to go in blasting. And all the other cops yeah, are like, yeah, what yeah, the yeah, fuck, yeah. dude? No, 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 Like, put that goddamn physically restraining away. that cop out of there. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, he, just mm-hmm. wants, he's, he just wants to shoot everything. He's the American We're not Americans. Yeah. Put your goddamn gun down. You're going to yeah, get, yeah. like, the, yeah. he's like, there's a, there's a hostage in there. He's like, I'm a good shot. And he's like, no, no, you can't just go in there and just start blasting. He's like, no, I'm going in and I'm blasting. They're like, no, put it away. I have to restrain him and then Sonny Chiba's like well I'll just rappel down the building and kick the window in and they're like uh, right. and they're like sure, that sounds like a I way guess. better plan yeah we're much better way, yeah, yeah. way safer way they better were idea do, we're gonna do tear gas and then he's like no I'll just mm-hmm. rappel down the building kick in the window and then beat up the guy oh yeah. well, that's far oh, better yeah, yeah. than tear gas <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. way better okay. tear yeah. gas let is him, super dangerous let him have at it but the so point is that characterization this point was yeah. really important. Yeah, because yeah. that cop is just like it's played up a bit, almost as a joke for a while. But then it becomes important. And he I shows, think. yeah, he shows up a few other times in not really notable ways, just kind of in the background about wanting to shoot things. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah he's always to just kill criminals, on... and yeah. Yeah, mm. he he pops up like at least three or four times in the yes. movie, going towards the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Uh, after uh, Doberman Cop saves Hotshot, though, they yeah. go back to Hotshot's hippie biker den. Oh my god! This so this really <laughs> confused me because like Hotshot was also like part of this biker gang that was like driving around the police station in the very mm-hmm. beginning of the movie. I think because Hotshot like thought that his uh, girlfriend had been killed or whatever. He he somehow got wind of like this involves him and so they're drive they're bikers driving around but they never really like tie all that together in the beginning of the movie no they don't really, really explain it and then so like you just have this character like kind of come in middle of the story and you piece it together as as it goes but uh yeah this part where they show hotshot hanging out with all his hippie friends i'm like who are these people? Like, where are they? And there's why a, are yeah. they involved? There's just a hippie playing like Wonderwall as they're plot dumping, and you're like, who the fuck are these people? Yeah, and there's what just happened? like they're in some like weird enclosed den where they're just smoking weed and like yeah. hot shots like, check it out, I got a gun and a talisman. And oh, you're just yeah, like yeah. what is this movie? So we, we thought Hotshot was a cop because he had a badge on him. But the badge was actually just a talisman with a skull, and inside was a forty-four magnum bullet that he got from an American, where the yeah. moment the mm-hmm. American gave away his talisman of luck, he fucking died yeah. by getting yes. run over by a yeah, car. Run over by a car. And before he died, he also gave me this giant fucking magnum from Dirty Harry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bought it for 50,000 yen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got it for 500 bucks off of them. It's super fucking illegal because it's Japan. <laughs> it's like, so yeah, anyway, it's... if anybody ever loses this talisman, they'll die. Hey, do you want this Doberman cop? Yeah, I don't right. need it. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and and at this point, not only am I like, this scene's insane, but like <laughs> also who are these people? And I later you later kind of like piece that yeah. all together, but it's mm-hmm. it's just wild the way it's presented to the viewer. It really engages you. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's got quite a cast of characters. Like you've got sure. the the strip club people or like soapland kind of people with the you know the the owner who's content to be second and he's just con- he's like a carnival barker all the time. Like he's always yelling and he's just kind of this big larger than life character and all the girls that are with him. And then you've got like all the cops that like the one that's just full aggro mode all the time. You've got like yeah. a police chief lieutenant kind of guy who's right you know your traditional like you're all loose cannons kind of thing and that guy oh, yeah. and then you have the biker hippies and so everybody is just a, a huge character do we at this point do we start to see the masked man show up uh yes yeah around here doberman cop got caught by by the gang at some point here and he gets tied well, up yeah he gets because he chases down... He's, he's talking to Miki. Yeah, he's chasing down Miki Haruna. And she's mm-hmm. being looked after by her Yakuza handlers. She's constantly... We also were introduced to the fact that she has a big drug problem. Oh, yeah, yeah. She tries yeah. to go and do a recording. And she starts coughing and choking throughout the scene. And then she goes out and he's like, Oh, she just needs a moment. And he goes and sees her in her room. And she's, he, she's like, Come on, I need drugs! And she's just... Again, another character. Boy, she goes hard with that. And the Yakuza handler is like, I'm not going to give you the drugs. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. Like he's holding them back from her, which yeah. seemed like out of place at the time, but leads mm-hmm. into like, yeah, because he seems like kind of a dickhead and he's supposed to be evil and a bad guy, but they don't really yeah. like treat him that way in the story. It's, I mean, it's interesting. They, he, he is eventually he is evil. He eventually, yes. but. But like he's not he has like layers to him. Yeah, he's yeah, not like sure. uh, like an American villain where he's like, sure, no. he's not twirling his mustache. He has, he's doing he's he brutalizes her like he's awful yes. to her, and he does he's, some horrible he's things. Not to the her, but... cartoonish villain that you're used to on rough cuts. <laughs> no, sure. yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> he is trying in his way. He's like, well, even at the end, he has a little speech of like, well, I I wanted to help for the first time in my life, kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, so there's like change things he's, around. He's, and, yeah. I wouldn't say that he is being super helpful in no. most ways, no, but also, no, 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 he, no, you can see where he's trying to be better in a way, even though he is still an awful, evil person. Like there, there's parts of him where he's got a line and he's trying to do something for her. Yeah. The, um, the, the, the point I was getting to though. So Doberman cops gets caught and then hotshot is dating uh, another sex worker called Mayuri or Mayura Mayumi. That's what it was. Mayumi. Mayumi. Yeah. And uh, she apparently had talked to Miki and was uh, asking her something to meet up. So then she answers the door, who she thinks is Miki, and that's the masked killer, who mm-hmm. then kills her. Yeah. And and as he's running down the stairs, leaving the scene of the crime that he's burned, that is when Hotshot shows up and, and runs past the killer, and he's like, oh, yep. fuck. That killer has to be the Yakuza guy who's Miki's manager. Yeah, because yeah, she was supposed to meet first. with Miki, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And the the manager didn't want that to happen, didn't want anything to get out, because she was going to get hush money, mm-hmm. is what it was, mm-hmm. about uh, Miki's secret, which we still Yeah, because Miki has a secret, yeah. Yep. So then he goes to confront the, the Yakuza guy with his giant fucking American gun. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, this scene town. is so good, by the way. And he's like, all right, fuckers, give me $10 million. I know you killed her, and then I'll leave. Is ten million enough? Do you want more? Like, do you really need just ten million? Fifty they're million, like, then. They're like, they're like, yeah, 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 sure. And he goes and opens the safe, and he's like holding them all at gunpoint. It's a small room, you know. So he's got the gun in one hand, and they start putting the money on the table, and it is like bricks. Of it's a money. lot of money. It's a lot of money because fifty million yen is a lot of money. <laughs> it's two yeah. hands worth of money minimum. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's watching it pile up, and it's such a good shot of like the money piling up in the foreground, and him being like, "Uh, you this see, is, like the this is a bit turning? too much money. How am yeah, I going to yeah, do yeah. this? I'm holding this giant fucking gun." But he's also like really greedy. Like you can kind of see the two sides. Like inside mm. of Hot Shot, there are two wolves, two and one wants a lot of money, and one just does not have yeah. hands because it's got paws. And he's like, "Fuck! I don't know what to do here. I want all this money, but I can't hold all this money." For a second, you're like, "He's gonna realize and just get out of there." Yeah, but no, no, but no, <laughs> no. The greed no. wins. He tries to he tries yeah. to pick up the money, and then mm-hmm. he gets taken down. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And no, then tied up tied in the up, basement. Tied up on a pipe right next to Doberman Cop. And then the Yakuza show up and they're like, all right, we're going to kill both of you after Doberman Cop has like weakened the pipe a bit. And we're going to kill you with this giant fuck ass American gun you were carrying around. All right. Three, two, one. And he shoots and hits the pipe because it was weakened and, and yeah. moved Doberman Cop. And this like steam everywhere everywhere and doberman cop picks up the the giant fuck all gun and starts shooting he decapitates a guy oh yeah with the extremely quick shot but it was just like wait that guy don't have a head anymore (laughs) yeah Yeah. wait a minute (laughs) yeah i like the scene too for doberman cop is like that's too much gun for you dude (laughs) And the guy's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, well, watch this. And he points it out with one hand. And I'm like, okay, he's holding that thing with one hand. That is too much gun for him because yeah, he doesn't exactly. realize that's a hand cannon. They're also, <laughs> like, only, like, two feet away from each other. Like, they're no. very, very close. And It's really funny. Yeah. Well, it's really funny for him to point the gun and all of the Yakuza guys that are with him immediately have this look of, Oh shit, he's really going to fire that right. fucking they thing in this enclosed space. Back. Yeah. yeah. They, they all like race backwards and like ears. put their hands over the ears. They're like, oh fuck, we're oh, all gonna oh, go oh, fucking no. <laughs> like we're immediately gonna go deaf. Holy shit, what is he doing? Yeah. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> you don't it's see great. you don't see guns used that way in American movies at all. Like no. you, you never see you never see like the rest of the bad guys like backing up a little. <laughs> Before a gun is fired. Guns are scary. And yeah, they make right. like, this gun's fucking terrifying. This thing's huge. <laughs> yeah. Man. Oh, God. But Hotshot and Doberman Cop fight their way uh, out. Fight yeah. their way out. Doberman Cop gets arrested by the cops. Right. If I remember right. He gets pulled in. Yes. But Hotshot yeah. gets away with his biker right. gang. And yeah. the biker gang are driving through a tunnel. 
and the real killer is stalking Hotshot in his car behind. Right. And he, he speeds up and slams into him, which you would think would kill Hotshot, but Hotshot just grabs onto the fucking door and puts his yeah. head in the window and starts, like, grabbing at the wheel and punching him. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, Hotshot manages to hold on yeah, the yeah. car. Yeah, but, but the killer just shoots him twice and then drives off. So Hotshot's I, definitely actually really dead. I think that they showed a shot of like him laying in the road. And I, I can't tell if it Mm -hmm. was like a thing on his helmet or if they were trying to be like, he was shot, but his helmet saved him kind of thing. Cause hot shot comes back later. Cause he got shot in the gut. That's they the show, yeah, they show a wrapping around his gut yeah. later on. Yeah. Oh, did they? I missed. Yeah, that. when he's when he is actually dead. Spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah, they actually do show him with like a big wrapping around. So I think that they they show that he's like he got injured real bad, but he's still God, alive movie, at that point. He's just moving it, so fast. It yeah, goes. It's a mile a minute. Just... Mile a minute. <laughs> mm-hmm. But so Doberman cop is getting harassed by the cops in Tokyo. Because they think he's the killer because he killed all these he people. He was there. Yeah, yeah. He was he there was at the there crime scene. So at the obviously crime he's scene. the guy. He's the guy. And he's like, look at all this evidence you found, you fucking idiots. It's all You're obviously right, yeah. fake. Did you even look at it? You absolute moron. <laughs> yeah, he was like, driving he was like the, the locket was engraved with Yumi. And he was like, he was like, this was recently engraved and planted like three as days ago. You idiot. Did you talk to the jewelry stores? And they were like, which ones? And he was like, investigate for God's It's your sakes. fucking job. <laughs> yeah. And he does, he pulls out like, okay, so Yumi has like these kinds of dimension. Like she's like this lady who's fairly skinny and stuff. And he's like, here's one of the belts she has. It's about 60 centimeters long. Look at the belt that you have where it's twice as long. Did you maybe think that that wasn't her fucking belt for (laughs) one goddamn second, you morons? And they're like, yeah. Oh, oh. Oh. And then they're like, like, so did you, did you crack it? Did you, did you, could you solve the crime or? Figured it out? Yeah. Yeah. God damn it. Well. And give me my pig back and I'll figure it out. (laughs) Yeah. While this is happening another cop goes upstairs and tunes in on a little CRT to the interrogation. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that's, that's when we get the first seed of like, Oh, there's something else going on, especially. And and I think that cop, I think they show him as the guy who's like trigger. It's the same guy who's been trigger happy. Yeah. yeah. And he like runs out the minute they say that they're going to let him go. Kind of thing. I think he was talking about like hotshot or something. Cause he, he, yes. The killer shows up next at hotshots recovery room and kills. He's like, yeah, he's like, Oh, hotshot is still alive. I got to knock this guy out. Cause he saw me commit that crime. Mm -hmm. Like I gotta, I gotta tie up my loose ends. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the biker gang shows up raising hell at the police station to go tell him Doberman cop. That he's got to go talk to Hotshot. Hotshot yeah, Hot saw his face. Still alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to talk That's to Hotshot. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he was a, in the it's car. A race, yeah. It's a race to get to Hotshot. Yep. And by the way, for the biker, the biker gang decides the best way to do this is to ride their motorcycles into the police building yeah. and then fight their way to Doberman Cop. And then mm-hmm. Doberman Cop and the biker fight their way out of the police yeah. station. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, it's Absolutely, so like at some point, Doberman Cop should have been like, 
I know where I'm going. Let me solve this. Please let us go. Yeah. Uh-huh. Instead, it's like, oh, it that's going to take too long. We're it just going to fight our way out. Well, they actually talk uh. at one point where Hotshot and him have this conversation where, because Hotshot was assumed to be the killer too, because he was running away from the crime scene, but he was chasing down the the real killer. And they're yeah, like, yeah. and he's like, well, they'll never believe a guy like me because I'm just a punk. And he's yeah. like, all these cops are morons. They only see what they want to see. They look at criminals mm-hmm. and sex workers and stuff, and they immediately see that we're going to be the ones. They don't look at anything past what's in front of their noses. And so there's a little bit of that, too, of like, oh, well, all the cops just assume that if you're a poor person or whatever, or you're some kind of punk, obviously you must be a killer, and they don't actually investigate. So there's that kind of thing and that's why he's just like fuck it i just don't need to deal with these other cops i'm just gonna bust my way out so he just right, busts right, out with right. the i want to point out too just a real quick aside that during all of these action scenes and stuff that we're talking about of doberman going around doberman cop going around and doing all this investigating he has the pig with him in a bag oh yeah, <laughs> yeah he's yeah, like yeah, carrying it with most him. of it he the, just pig, has the it pig is him. hanging out yeah 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 the pig's just it's just there he's that's just his sidekick just in his little knapsack it's mm-hmm. really good so yeah, they have a race to Hotshot's place, and he gets there as uh, the killer wearing a mask and shades and stuff and a trench coat, like jumps out uh, and runs down the staircase kind of thing. He runs in and he's like, oh, the body's still warm. And they look out the window and the guy's like racing across he's the parking lot. Booking so. it. Yeah. yeah, he is full on booking. That actor I'm... is like going for it. Oh, I love man. that run because it's it's very much like not a Hollywood run. It is like right. he is stumbling over his feet, like trying yeah, to. And, and it's, it's like this actor's never run before. Shot very like frankly and as mm-hmm. a matter of fact, they didn't try to make mm-hmm. it look cool. Like no. it was a desperate run to the car. So yeah. Doberman Cobb jumps out the window two stories onto a motorcycle. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> drives yeah. off after him. And he, he shoots his magnum at the... Well, no, he shows up at, at this, like, abandoned place first. Right. Yeah. And the killer... Uh, Corners him in this him abandoned at gunpoint. area. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The killer gets the yeah. drop on him. Yeah, yeah, and then the killer, like, knocks him out by hitting him in the back of the head. Or at least tries to. And as he also... Gun. He also yeah. basically confesses to Dodo oh, yeah. yeah. That, like... Oh, I've been I've been doing these murders, but I didn't do that murder. That I didn't do that one. Yeah, yeah, come on. He, That's very like, I have been doing the sex worker murders, but not specifically the one you're here for. Yeah, the inciting incident, the first murder that we saw, he's like, so, I didn't have shit to do with that. That's something. So that means weird. there's two killers. Yes. Right. It's not as simple as it seems. So then as he's uh, driving off, Doberman Cop takes his giant fuck ass gun and shoots out his tire. Which we get a yep. really cool car stunt of a flip. And then Doberman Cop runs up to the car. The really shitty cop that's been killing all these people, like thugs, sex, anything he feels like is deserved, quote unquote. Yeah. To die. Mm-hmm. He says he's trying to make Tokyo clean. Ugh. Which yeah, is like clean like, up the street. Just yeah. just just this the way they phrase it is like Ugh. so disgusting. It's so gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then he's like, "Hey, don't kill me, Doberman Cop. We're both cops, aren't we?" And Doberman Cop something just like takes his fucking forty-five, pulls the uh, hammer back, and goes, "Ah!" <laughs> yeah, they're both, <laughs> they're both, they're both, they're both yelling. Yelling. 
it's the it's the point break of the movie. Yes, yeah, I was just gonna say it's the point well, break moment. Well, except instead of firing in the air, he just blasts. He just him. is like, no, I'm gonna take care of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which does make Doberman cop a, a lot better than most cops, and that he's like, no, fuck, man, being a cop doesn't mean shit if you're still a shitty right. murderer. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. blows him yeah. away. So, so you're coming around on Doberman cop, maybe no, not a cap. No, or Doberman no, cop. no, no, no. no. Okay. Okay, <laughs> but a- after he kills the the killer cop, a good man cannot serve a great evil. <laughs> he goes, he goes, he goes back to the soap lane strip club, and everybody at the strip club's like, "Doberman cop, we're gonna leave town. You should come live with us. Join yeah. us in our, Join our our polycule of of yeah, traveling yeah. minstrels or whatever." <laughs> and and he's like, oh, I, "I got these things I gotta wrap up. Like I can't." And I'm taking my pig, and, and I'm, I'm leaving my pig. Yeah, so he takes the pig and he takes the ashes of yep. the woman who was found burned in the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Doberman cop takes his, uh, puts his hog away, and leaves the polycule. And, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, he is at this point. He's figured out that the singer is actually the girl that he's looking for. Mickey's Yuna. Yes. Yeah, Mickey is Yuna. Yeah. So he he like goes to confront her um does he go to confront her or does the manager intercept he goes to the manager to confront him okay yeah and he tells doberman cop that miki faked her own death by killing this other girl yeah and they burned the body to and then sprinkled the evidence to make it look like yuna died and he and the the bad guy the yakuza guy like paints this picture of like i met her in america and like she was a ghost of herself she was addicted to drugs i i fell in love with her i took her off the drugs you know we had a time in america where like we were happy and uh she became alive again and he's like i wanted to do something good for her you know and that's the only thing in my life that like I, I yeah. did like a good deed and he's like everything I've been doing to kind of like push her into the limelight. And he's, he's also been like behind the scenes. He's been bullying the, the judges for the singing competitions so that she can get yes. in there. He sure uh, has. He sure has. And yeah. so he's been doing all this, all this other stuff behind the scenes to like get her into the spotlight. And one of those things was the initial murder because he was like, she wants to leave her past behind. And so like, mm-hmm. we did that. We did that for her, basically. Um, we being the two of them, not like. Yeah, yeah I was going to say yeah, yeah, she yeah. was definitely she did the murder. Like she oh, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. she did the murder. She did the murder. Then he helped cover it up. Yeah, he helped cover it up. Yeah. Yeah. So he's he's like implicates her, but also is like maybe I'm not such a bad guy. And Doberman cops like, eh, I'm not really buying it. Oh, and by the way, the guy that held her hostage in the hotel, I paid him to do that for publicity. And your yeah. dumbass Tarzan bullshit could not have been yeah. better publicity. Yeah. 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 Yes. He, so that's he's the got other real... tying back in of that Tarzan scene. He's got yeah. a real, like I've been pulling the strings all along kind of thing. Yes. Going yeah. On. Yeah. Yeah, um, and he's like, and you know, I'm, and I'm really a good guy. Meanwhile, all of his thugs are lining up behind Doberman cops stealthily, guns pointing guns at his back. Gun. And he's like, yeah. you know, I'm just such a good guy. You know, I'd never do things like kill a cop so in front of me, I, anyway. So, like, thought, you guys can just kill this cop now, right? 
I thought what was going to happen was Doberman Cop was going to see them in the reflection yeah. of the book that he was looking at of like oh, all yeah. the photographs, you mm-hmm. know, because it's all of those glossy photographs. With the, the glossy stuff. plastic right. and stuff, yeah. But instead, it was like the guys come into the room and announce themselves and they're like, kill him now, boss? You know? <laughs> should we do a murder cop. or not? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you should do Dover a murder. Cop, like a full heads up. Like just just letting go of all the surprise that they have yes. as an advantage. Man, this and shot it's so can cool. I, I take this yeah. for a minute? Yeah, yeah. Because earlier they have set up for this where Doberman Cop is playing with the gun as he's getting ready to go and he's spinning the barrel. Like he flips the barrel out and he spins mm-hmm. it because he's got one bullet left. Yeah. He like spins the barrel around and then he flicks it back in and then he goes to confront them. Mm-hmm. And so then when he hears them behind him, he jumps in the air, turns 180 degrees, fires a single bullet, yep. and blows up three dudes' heads. He with triple yeah. one shot. Yeah. Dead Absolutely. Awesome. Fucking A. Fuck yeah. A. It's so cool. <laughs> and then he scrambles away from the Yakuza boss who pulls a gun out of the safe. And mm-hmm. uh, he thinks about grabbing one of the Yakuza guns but it gets shot away and he feels pinned in and he's like, Oh no, I'm going to, he's like, looks at his chambers, got no bullets. And then he remembers <laughs> the one bullet in the lucky talisman from hot shot, the American uh, he bullet loads, <laughs> he loads that up and shoots the, the Yakuza leader through the door. Yeah. My and, favorite and he part is down. he didn't confirm the location through the door. He no. just shot at the door. He just sh- He took his one bullet and just shot the door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it happens to hit the guy. Right, yeah. I, this is one of those moments, though, like, where I was talking about the theme of kind of, like, Man. modernity and, like, or, like, rural and urban kind of stuff collides a bit again, where it's, like, all the talisman and shell divination and stuff, like, all the cops and everything, and they look at that as sure. being stupid, and it's what saves him. Mm-hmm. Again, like it's one of those things where it's like that's his advantage, right? His advantage mm-hmm. is always that kind of thing. So it, I think the that's actually ways. a really consistent yeah, yeah. theme of what his advantage is, is being the country bumpkin who doesn't buy into Tokyo. To tie that all together, yeah. A- at the end, he confronts Yuna, who's now mm-hmm. going by Miki, and he's yes. like, the game is over. Your manager's dead. We know, yeah. I know who you are and what you did. You should give up the game, stop going for this fame thing, and I'll right. take you back and we'll we'll deal with all this. Yeah. You know? And she, meanwhile, she's won the singing competition. Yeah. Like she's she's primed to be a star. Because this is in the middle of the competition. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah. this shootout happens while she's on TV singing. And she has a moment where she's thinking about it, and she's like, and he gives "No." Her, he gives her the ashes of the girl that to show her. She, yeah, 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 of the girl this that she killed. Be like, this is that girl. Like, these these are your real repercussions of like what you did. And she's been a mess through this whole movie, mm-hmm. and you never really know as the viewer. Like, she's she's like really really playing it up, and mm-hmm. you're you're like, is this just like? she just like hysterical for some reason i you know like is this actress just overplaying it like i i didn't really know what was going on and then you get to the end you're like oh she murdered a person to to, to assume this identity and she has been racked with guilt 
this entire time. And at this point in the film, she decides that she is no longer feeling that guilt and she wants her new life more than dealing with anything. She's not even Yuna anymore. She's me. No. And and she kills her past. She kills her past literally. And and they do the shell divination again, which is alive, dead, alive, dead. And Yuna as a persona is dead. That's yes. the yes. tale. So they, they was tie al- that was back. alive. She was alive every other time that he did the shell divination. Yep. So Yuna yeah. is not a, a character anymore. She is now Miki. She has yeah. taken on mm-hmm. that entire persona. So, so Doberman cop. Yeah, she goes decides... up for an encore and he does the yeah. divination yeah, as yeah, she's yeah. doing it. And during her big song is when he's like, wait, she, yeah. she's dead. Yeah. She's transformed. So if yeah. she's dead, then no crimes. All right. <laughs> so that's that's the wild. Okay, shit. we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. I want yeah. I want to dig into this. But, so that's where it but, ends. Like she's dead. How could she have done a like, crime? Just she's singing. He's like, oh, she's she. That persona's dead and gone. Like he's confronted her, and he's like, he does want to turn her into the cops, and then he kind of like picks up his pig, and they walk into the sunset or the rain set and and yeah. uh into the distance and that's where the movie ends and like basically everybody's got their comeuppance except for yuna yeah everything's like, worked out great yuna her, yeah. yeah she's she's the only one who like has committed a crime and has not found justice basically or justice hasn't found her what why do you think they did that I kind of just feel that it just ties in with, again, a lot of the the themes. Like, she's just in a different world than he is. Like, there's... It feels like a lot of tension between being in Tokyo and, like... I think, too, with the time that this is set in. Like, it, I mean, it's 1977. I mean, not just the time that it's yeah. set in what yeah. was modern time for that time. But, like, sure. the idea of Japan becoming a more modern society of that time, right? Like that there's like kind of the the big economic boom of the 80s on the horizon for Japan. So like sure. you kind of have that starting of that ramping up of like Tokyo is a big light crime city and all this kind of stuff. And he's just like not a part of that world anymore. And so it's just because I was kind of like also... this break of the world. Cause he also talks about <laughs> early on um that her mother said that he prophesied that he was destined to marry her. Yeah. And so I, I think that he's kind of heartbroken because and he talks about growing up with her. Sure. And yeah. that he liked her. And so there's this whole, I think that it kind of breaks him that he comes to terms with her being dead and that this modern society is going forward. I think that there's right. a bit of that in there. Um, yeah, it, so I think that's why they went with it. In, uh, more less thematic too i was trying to think of like how they would ever how he would ever even prove that she was that person because everyone is dead there are documents that have been forged and everyone who has made those documents is is long gone so he really has to like rely on her doing the right thing in order to even make any traction with this murder at all you know yeah yeah, that makes a lot of sense, yeah. So it's like because of that and because she's she's kind of like selected this new urban life instead of being Yumi anymore. It's like she's given herself over to this, you know, Tokyo 
machine and she's yeah. left that part of her life back and it comes at a price at this price of murder yeah, yeah. like i guess one other way to think about it is like her repercussion is that yuna is dead her past yes. is dead everything yeah. that yeah. tied her to her past life is dead all everybody she knew is dead right like, well and i think in, that... in this current situation so like it's a rebirth i guess but yeah yes I also think that that's almost in some ways, I mean, not necessarily her punishment, but there's like this idea of everybody looks at Doberman cop as this country bumpkin, this idiot, this moron, like, and that Mm. he's a a simpleton because he believes in all of kind of the rural myths and like, like Mm -hmm. they make fun of him for believing the priestess. They make fun of him for doing the divination. They make fun of him for just being like wearing a straw hat and not knowing how to go around the city, mm-hmm. like the Coke bottle thing where he goes to grab right. an open Coke bottle and they're like, hey man, didn't you hear about like the people were poisoning Coke bottles? Like the city's dangerous. Like he's out of his element yeah. there. Yeah. And it's portraying the city as dangerous and scary and full of death and crime and murder and like kind of dehumanizing in a way. And that it's like, no, go back to the simple island life. Like if you go back to your roots, like come back home, we'll accept you. We'll deal with this. Like things will happen, Yeah. but we'll have that. And it's, she can't go back to that. Like she's no longer that person. And also again, like, and that's almost her punishment because like, well, you're stuck in Tokyo then like, right. Yeah. 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 She also previous to this, she was going to get up and sing and perform in this Mm -hmm. award show and she couldn't do it. And they needed to give her like her Yakuza boss who got her off drugs had to drug her up in order to calm her down in order to go out there and perform. And I think that like it, the Tokyo stuff is very much a, like her life that she's crafted is very much prison. That's kind of what I was thinking with that is that it is also almost like she's free, but also she's free in a life where she's addicted to drugs and stuck with this fame that she actually kind of hates and all of this stuff that like she's, She's getting kidnapped by people like her managers are Yakuza. She's right. like, it's just a mess. There's, there was a point in the movie where she's having a conversation with the, the Yakuza agent and she's like, you got to stay with me. You got to stay with me. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm a mess. And, and he's, she's been around like, you know, three or four like attempted murders and fights mm-hmm. and stuff. And the Yakuza leaders like grow up, man. Like, this is business as usual. Like, this is yeah. it. This is your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at first, in that scene, in that scene, I felt like there was a, like, because of course, us as the viewer would be like, yeah, that's nuts. But to him, it's normal. And I think mm-hmm. that we're supposed to kind of like come around to the realization that's like, no, this is daily Tokyo. This is, yeah. this is, no- this is the new normal. Yeah, like I said, I, I think that it re- this movie I think really doesn't like the modern no, Tokyo. No, it does like, not. It doesn't. It doesn't like cities. I, it likes I, the a small lot of country. a lot of noir and a lot of uh, yes. uh, Japanese movies around this time were were about these kinds of conflicts too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There is one other takeaway though. All you have to do to get away with murder is win American Idol. Uh, That's true. That is true. Which yeah puts puts all the past winners into a new light. Yeah. 
Take that, Clay Aiken. Mm. I know what you did. <laughs> Any, allegedly. <laughs> uh, okay, so, yeah. boy, you, you, have that fo- you have that photo that you wanted signed, right? You've got the message right, on right. the back, right? So yeah, you flip, flip it over it and yeah, I know what you show did. Clay Aiken. Yeah. I know what you did. <laughs> if I show up with Clay Aiken with a photo that says, I know what you did, meet me in the room. With the no, that would not end the way you would hope. <laughs> well, anyway, I think that it might end the way that this movie ends. <laughs> Maybe you'll yeah, be walking oh, off into the sunset so with let's, a pig. Let's, yeah. rate the, let's rate the dogs. Let's rate the dogs. Okay, mm-hmm. so, right. Doberman is, Cop is a dog. He is the Doberman. Doberman. I, they never explain the name Doberman They explain Cop. Doberman I was more. Confused they do. That. Yeah, okay. Do they, they do. They do. They literally do. The it's at the end when the Yakuza uh manager is talking to Doberman Cop. He's like, hey, they called you Doberman Cop in okinawa because doberman is a fierce you know battle dog they said, i don't remember this at yeah. all there was doberman lore there, there was, was lore. doberman lore doberman cop is 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 a dog yeah I guess. and that's also when he said something about like i'm not a clown i or whatever oh, yeah. i'm just i'm just like wild i'm just I'm crazy. crazy yeah 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 this was all the doberman lore mm. this was the doberman lore. So it's be- it's because he's a a tough as nails you know uh attack dog cop willing to do go. anything willing yeah. to do yeah, anything yeah. and shoot that that's why he's doberman cop okay okay uh he's a good boy uh he solves a murder uh kind he, of he lets the murder slide he lets the murderer he's go because he's like solve some murders it, i guess Solves some murders with murders. murder and then solves yeah. other murders by just not doing anything solve a murder with murder he kind of just yes. like he goes to a strip club and then just moves in. Yeah. He solves a yeah. murder with like a four murders, with, yeah, <laughs> considering the yakuza. Doberman yeah. Cop did kill a lot of people. He's sure. killed a lot of people. I, I would give mm-hmm. Doberman Cop a nine out of ten. Yeah, it's not a not a good dog, but it's like it's pretty close to a good dog. Pretty close to a I good would dog. Say. Yeah. Now, are we gonna rate the pig? We have Battery to rate pig. the pig. That is a good pig. That is, that a good is pig. an excellent top notch. That is a pig that got him into housing. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, like I and I've other had, things. I've had some dogs in the past, and not one of them have produced housing for me. <laughs> <laughs> housing, a polycule, yeah, uh, right? Yeah. Like he was almost lunch at one point. Like this, this, yeah. this thing will give you food. And shelter at the yeah, same exactly. time. Exactly. Exactly. That is a cute, cute, food, cute shelter, piggy. companionship. It's all in one. This pig is the complete package, baby. And I mean, <laughs> hey, he's going back to his quiet life to be with the pig. To be with the pig. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, that's you know? a 13 out of 10 dog right there. Yeah. That's, Excellent yeah. dog. Yeah. That's a uh, life that's, partner. That's it for Doberman Cop, the manga live action adaptation. From the Fist of the movie. North Star creator. Yep. What's weird is talking about themes. Yeah. <laughs> how, often, what? how often do you do you get this deep into cinema when, when yeah. you do rough? Cuts? Sorry, what's that word you said? Cinema? The, <laughs> the, themes? The heme. The hemas? The themes. We we talk about uh, themes, but normally in the way that the movie doesn't have any or that they're very have, fucking yeah. stupid. Sure. Whereas sure. this one was like huh modernity versus like urbanism right. and like right. cr- like where is crime in that and also the idea of like all the one of the things that we didn't say too explicitly is 
you did mention that it, it does a good job of characterization for a lot of people. And one of the things that it does is like, for example, all the Soapland characters, like the the strip club women and the, yeah, the boss there workers, and everything. Yeah. They're, they're kind of treated at first as a little bit of a joke, kind of, but also it very much humanizes them and they're shown as like kind yeah. and understanding and helpful and like same he, with the biker punks Dobermann and the cops Cop are awful. Explicitly says like you were the nicest people that I met in Tokyo. Yes. You are yeah. the kindest people that I met. And he met the entire police force. Like yes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, like it, it very much plays up to not just the again like the modernity versus um like cities and stuff like that, but it's it portrays the rich people and the flashiness, like the the cops and the yakuza and like all the rich people, as corrupt and awful and just portray like yeah. exacerbating all this crime. And the people that are the victims of that crime and maybe engage in some crime on their own, but they're they're engaging in crime because they're stuck there. They're the poor people. Right, they're exactly. the ones on the street, and it's it's shown that way. And it's it's nice to see that. Especially yeah. in the it's nice to see you know, some humanization of what yeah. would normally just be this is the victim and you're done. Yes, right. This is exactly. the victim yeah. or this is the criminals, like the, the yeah, biker that's it, gang yeah. and stuff are portrayed as like a really good group. As as a quick aside, the director uh didn't read a lot of the manga, and apparently this movie uh takes a lot of steps away from the manga. And and no one can even get sure. the manga in English. So, so I, you know, know, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. I enjoyed the movie, but uh, I don't know how it stacks to the manga or anything. Thanks for bringing this here. Thanks for stopping by, Nick. Yeah, Is there no anything problem. you want to plug before we head out here? Uh, most of my information is at nickfilardi.com. Uh, you can buy uh, Prince of the Frogman or uh, the Mothman up on there if you're into cryptids. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh you know, my Twitter links, my Instagram, everything's up there. Um, I'm doing a new book called Blink, uh, which is a horror VHS themed uh, uh, found footage comic book. And I'm doing my best to make it look like it's been like dragged through a VHS copy, like awesome. you're reading a VHS. Yeah. I actually scanned. You sent me a Rough Cuts VHS tape yeah. and I scanned it to add it to the gutters of oh, uh, man. the third oh, nice. issue. And, and in the beginning, in the first issue, there's a shot where our main character is on like a discord of uh, people who explore abandoned places. And I put all three of our discord icons. In oh, there. that rules. <laughs> okay. oh, I'll have to look out for that. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. for those that yeah. don't know, Nick, Nick Flaherty is in fact, famous comic book or like anchor colorist. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, well, Nick Flaherty of... the famous one. Let's not get into that. I, no, I was I once uh, a comic book reviewer said that uh, uh, mistyped my name as Nick Flaherty. And I'm like that young upstart. I yeah. hate that guy. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just stealing all my thunder. He's stealing he's all, stealing your all my thunder. Yeah, wow. yeah. But yeah, no, no, no. Like, uh, honestly, like your work has been pretty incredible. I've seen a lot Thanks. of stuff that you put up, and it's it's real, real good. Uh, like, and again, for a lot of major comics that you might notice. So, uh, yeah, I know there was um, Heartthrob and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, good stuff. Pretty big one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been doing a lot of. Uh, past i've just started doing more creator owned stuff but the past like six months to a year i've been doing a lot of like 
Batman and I did uh, the Tim Drake DC Pride issue. Uh, oh, I have work in there. I, um, I did a small, small guest spot in a Lobo and Crush book that won a Glad Award. So oh, nice. awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty that's, that's pretty really cool. cool. A lot of like LGBTQ focused stuff and you know, I don't know. It's yeah. fun to do that stuff. M- make sure to check out Nick's stuff. Buy some comics. Yep. That's the important thing here. Yeah, buy the buy some comics. Get those numbers yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and for our own stuff, you can send us an email if you want to about any like movies that you might want to see or insights that you have any requests uh you can send it to roughcutscast at gmail.com and our twitter is the same it's at roughcutscast so you can check it out there and yeah it was an absolute blast to have you on nick uh it was yeah, thank you very much really fun to have doberman cop which you mentioned doberman cop and i had no idea what it was i didn't know that it was sunny chiba and like yeah, this yeah, yeah. old japanese movie and everything from toei like yeah i rad. hadn't seen it either and uh it has been my there's i have a few rough cuts movies that banked that, that i want to do yeah yeah yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm excited yeah because this one was a lot of fun uh i i yeah it's it's a really good movie. Like it's actually definitely worth watching. Um, yeah. A lot of violence, a lot of TNA as warnings, but it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. It. Look, yeah. I'm going to yeah, go yeah. rent a pig right after this. And I'm going to go to my local strip club and it's going to be great. Well, I mean, we'll see Excellent. what happens. Yeah. Yeah. I'm great. I'm definitely pulling my hog out at some point. So. I'd say good luck, but we all know where it's going to lead to. I hate that dog.